0: So, according to the arrangements that we made, so tonight we'll daven Maariv over here, and Mitzvahim beginning next week with Monday. The Menucha Maariv Minyan will take place at Eitz Chaim every evening of the week. Uh, This week, it's uh, called for five minutes after four o'clock, and we ask the community to continue to support the Minyan, as we've had a beautiful experience over here in the last eight, eight weeks while we all got together at Chabad. And I figured, just as a parting vort, uh, as we used to do, uh, uh, between men Meir, a short vort. So I figured, uh, a plain pshat, you probably can get in any shul, but a, a word according to Hasidus, according to the Kabbalah, so that's probably unique. So I'll take the opportunity, uh, to uh, uh to share with you. But we have to understand that, although we normally, we know the rule, ain Mikra Yoytzei Midei that every verse is to be understood also in the very literal sense. Um, and when we read in the Torah, the occurrences and the different stories, they were literally, there were people, they really happened, the time frame, and everything else is, is 100% accurate, and 100% happened, and 100% there. However, we know that the Torah has the Pshat, Remes, Drush, and Soydh, in addition to the very simple meaning and it's obvious even to a child that can understand that as much as we uh, put our effort into Torah, and we're obligated to study Torah and to try to understand Torah, to comprehend Torah, to articulate Torah, to expound on Torah in all different levels but we are limited in our capacity, we all realize that the our ability is no match, it doesn't even begin to compare to the wisdom that there is really in Torah, to the Torah's Hashem the infinite the Ein Sof and the infinite wisdom of Hashem and Torah and that's why the interpretations of Torah are of course much more and much deeper and much more profounder and in, in, um, infinitely deeper and greater than anything that we can ever reach to the extent that we can reach as created beings so we only have with the kindness of Hashem and merely a glimpse, a merely a little bit of an understanding which God grants us to be able to understand in the Torah that He has given to us but therefore within the Torah there is deeper layers, there is layers in addition to the simple pshat matter of fact that the Shalaha Kodesh says that the Torah actually is and the real story is really the spiritual, is the soyd, is the secrets of the Torah And it's, so that means that the, what we learn here, the pshat, that's actually the really, the Remez that we have. But the essence of Torah is in a deeper and a mystical level. So, just to put this uh, week's story in the the two minutes that we have over here to uh, share with you, is if you remember, we have the uh, story, uh, when the uh, creation of the world, we have the, the rivers, and then the Me Eden. There was a river that went out from Aden, and then from there it split. One went to Mitzrayim. Uh, well, actually, the pasuk doesn't use the name of Mitzrayim. The pasuk uses the name Pishoin over there. That's the name of the river. And Rashi over there explains in Chumash that the level, the Pishoin, that is the Nile. That's the Nilus. That's the Nile River. That is what surrounds Mitzrayim. And in the Kabbalah, they explain this, that uh, in the uh, spiritual levels, uh, the upper levels are a level of unity, where there is no separation. So the level of Eden, the level of uh, delight, is, represents the level of Chokhmah in the level of Chokhmah of the Atzilus. And from the level of Chokhmah of the Atsilus, there is the Gan, there is the Garden. The Garden represents the level of Malchus. And from the level of Aden, the level of Chokhmah, there is the Gan, that, uh, that the word lahashkis is Hagan, which means that the level of Sof, which is uh, taken by the level of Chokhmah of Atzilus, is spread out through the entire world of Atsilus, until it comes down to the uh, level of Gan, to the level of Malchus, which is in the entire world, the spiritual world of Atsilus, over there, it's all the level of unity. But, umisham But then it begins to separate, the meaning of this chalkos, the meaning of separation. And that is where it begins the level of, of the Klippas. And uh, of course, the Nile River is, what is the meaning of the word Klippa? Klippa represents the other side opposite of Kedusha. Just like a peel covers on the fruit, and you have a, a fruit inside the peel covers in it, so that it doesn't allow for the obvious to come through, but it's really a cover. So the, likewise, in the spiritual level, uh, those levels that obscure and don't allow for us to witness godliness in an open way, they're called the level of klippas because they sort of hide the truth. And of course, in Mitzrayim, it's considered to be the... Uh, a big clippus over there, many hard and difficult clippus fell down. So the way the Kabbalah explains, that was the purpose and why it was necessary for the Yidin to go down in Mitzrayim. Because the sparks that find themselves in the clippus that have come down there, they actually have a very high root. And matter of fact, they come from the level of Toyu, which is called the level of chaos, which is even higher than the level of Tikkun. And there was a shviras Sakelim, there was a sort of a descent in a non-gradual descent, but in a way that it broke the vessels, and they fell down into areas of Klippa, into Mitzrayim, and so forth, in the other places. And they were in need of a Tikkun, to take out and to purify them. The Yidin, as they went out of Mitzrayim, by Natsu, as Mitzrayim, they cleaned out, as the tell us, they left it without anything. They took out, they took everything out. That represents, they took out all the aspects, all the parts of Kedusha from the higher level that was set in Egypt, they took it out, and that was the reason they had to go down in Mitzrayim to work there to do all the labor that was in order for them to prepare themselves for Matem Torah, they needed to go through that level, and just like a clipper in the physical sense how do you get to the fruit? you gotta break the shell, so in a similar way in order for it to take out eventually from the Mitzrayim, it was necessary to have all these makes. The makes that the Egyptians got, that was represented by the banging away and breaking the clippers in order to be able to take out from the holy sparks these parts of Kedusha. And then when the not take out, that's what it says, of it says that they took out the eight of Rab, it's the two hundred, How there's a number 288, the Rapach that fell down, and then 202, they were able to take out from side and then later on, the other 86, unfortunately, they broke up and scattered into more uh, smaller pieces, and the avoida of the Golos, after the uh, <laughs> the redemption of of, of, uh, of of the first Redemption and then the second Redemption we still are collecting the sparks, our avoda in the goal is, is to find the sparks whether we find the sparks in the in a a person that we bring him close to Yiddishkeit, or we find the sparks in items that we use for Kedusha we are constantly uh, Elevating and taking out and bringing about kedusha into our own lives, into the lives of our families, the lives of our homes, the lives of our community, to bring about and to elevate all these parts into the kedusha, in order to prepare the world. So finally, once we're done and once we're finished, the uh, certainly as the previous rabbi said, that all what is left was to polish up the buttons, which means everything is ready. We're just uh, just about ready to. go out of Godos because everything is done and we just have to finish the last touches and we hope that this will happen with Meher Yameinu. so once again I want to give a yeshekoyacht especially to Rabbi Miller I mentioned yesterday for helping on a personal level, on a community level uh, he's a, my big uh, Adam Godel a great man for his vision and to be able to bring these things together really appreciate it and I will just leave you maybe with a, a little too long Short story. I think I told it, Rabbi Miller many years ago when we first met. I think I told him a story uh, that there was once, as you know, that in the, just in the previous generation in in Russia and in the different communities, things were tough for the for from yidn all without discrimination, whether you belong to this group and the other group. So although historically, you know, if we go back a couple hundred years ago, there were basically there was the groups, there was the Hasidim, the Snagdim, there were different groups, but they joined forces uh, to combat the uh, common enemy which was the uh, communist regime and the alibabitcher Rebbis together with the Litzvah Shekidoyim they worked hand in hand uh, in order to preserve Yiddishkeit and once somebody asked once the uh, one of the Litzvah asked him how is it that you work so closely together uh, with the Hasidim you know we have a tradition that uh, we have to uh, be separate, not together. So he told him the story, to give him an example. He said that there was once a, a very wealthy balabas who had a very special daughter that he wanted to marry off. So he goes to the yeshiva, to the Rashi Yeshiva, and he says, I have a special daughter, I'm very wealthy, Baruch Hashem. And... I'd like you to choose me the best, the, the greatest scholar, the Ilui of the Yeshiva the most brilliant student and I want him as a uh, son-in-law for my, for my beautiful daughter and I promise to feed him for 15 years, you know, he can sit and study he doesn't have to do a thing, just sit and study and that's it so he gives him, of course, he gives him the, the, the best bachar, he brings him home and he wants to set down the table to eat uh so they eat together, the families together. He finds out that this young man unfortunately has a lactose intolerance, so he can't eat any dairy product. So the the Balabos was a little bit upset because he wanted them all to eat together, but he doesn't eat any dairy. And they do, so he made him a separate table where he can eat, doesn't have to eat dairy. A few years went by, another daughter was of age to get married, he goes back to the yeshiva. He asks again for the best boy. Again, he gives him the best boy. Promises him fifteen years. He brings him home. He finds out this guy has another problem. He can't tolerate any meat products. So, so what is he going to do? So he makes him a separate table. So now this guy is eating meat and this guy is eating uh, milchiks, and you know, and he gets into changes sometimes. So went on for a few years. Unfortunately, you know, I guess the market crashed or something. This balabas lost his his big funds and you know he couldn't afford to buy meat or to buy milk Here's some potatoes you know some stuff. so he calls over his son-in-law he says look he says at the time he said when I was wealthy I said it was a lot of money to buy milk products and meat products he says we all ate he says at different tables he says now he says we have a little of <laughs> a little potatoes." he says we might as well he said eat at the same table because that's all we have so the God said to him he said the situation now with Yenishkeit in the world is such, it's not like in those days where, where everybody was G'daylim and everybody was just this different path in Avedis Hashem so he says we can afford to eat at separate tables and be different, but he says now, he says, what we have is Abyssal Yiddishkeit, we're trying to preserve I mean what's left, we don't have anymore the Milchiks and the Fleshiks, the meat. Yiddish Yiddishkeit, he says what's the point, he says we gotta work together to preserve what he has we was that, and I think that that's I think that's a very important message to wherever possible, of course, everybody has to respect and follow their traditions and their but yet to be able to overcome and to get together, I think this is a beautiful uh, a beautiful uh, trait and uh, again to the community, to Rabbi Miller and we will continue Hashem for the next eight weeks and then we'll hope for better times so maybe uh, we can have milk and I meet mean again, so <laughs>